Section four of Birds and Nature, Volume nine, number three, March nineteen hundred and one. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tavarish. Polly. Letty was out under the big elm tree, watching the kitten playing with the autumn leaves that were on the ground. Suddenly something struck Letty on the shoulder. She looked around quickly, thinking that somebody had thrown a stone at her. No one was in sight, though she looked all about and even up in the tree. Then she noticed that the kitten was rolling something with its paws. She stooped and picked up what looked like a little bunch of elm leaves. She thought it strange that they should be stuck together, but when she found that it was quite heavy, she was still more surprised. She carried it into the house to show to her mother. What is it? she asked. It came down off the tree and hit me on my shoulder. Is there a stone inside of it? No, said her mother. It is a chrysalis. Some worm that lived on the elm tree drew these leaves together and spun a little case inside, and when the leaves were ready to fall, the chrysalis came down with them. What kind of a worm do you suppose it was? I do not know, but it must have been a large one, or the chrysalis would not be so heavy. We will keep it, and in the spring, when the worm has turned into a butterfly and comes out of the case, perhaps we can learn what its name is. But how will it get out? asked Letty anxiously. It is so hard and tough. I tried to pull off one of the leaves, and it stuck on tight. Yes, said her mother, it is very tough, and you could not tear it open with your fingers even if you tried very hard. But the butterfly throws out some kind of fluid, which softens the silk, for it is a kind of silk, you know, and makes a hole large enough to crawl through. It does not have to be very big, as the butterfly's wings are soft and wet. It has to let them dry and grow strong and stiff before it can fly. The chrysalis was put in a safe place, and Letty forgot all about it for many months, which was not strange when there were so many things for her to do all through the winter and early spring. But her mother did not forget, and one day in June she called Letty in from her play, telling her that she had something to show her. Do you remember the elm chrysalis? she asked, and she put it in Letty's hand. Why, how light it is! she cried. The butterfly has come out. Oh, where is it? Her mother led the way to the plant stand. See, on that begonia! she said. Oh, oh, cried Letty, what a beautiful butterfly! It was very large, nearly five inches across when its wings were spread. It was dull yellow, with darker shadings, a little red in waving lines, and a gray stripe along the front edge of its outer wings. It was quite furry, especially the large yellow body. Each of the four wings had a transparent eye-spot, and the underwings had a good deal of black about these little round windows, as Letty called them. And Mama, 
see it has beautiful little dark blue eyes yes it has but i did not notice them before well what kind of a butterfly is it it is not a butterfly at all not a butterfly said letty surprised no it is a moth have you noticed its antennae the horns on the front of its head they look like feathers said letty no like ferns so they do said her mother well that is how we know it is not a butterfly for they have thread-like antennae with a little knob on the end moths fly by night and that is probably why this one stays so still now i wish i knew its name said letty if you will take my card and run over to the public library and ask the librarian to give you a book that tells about moths and butterflies we will find out letty came back in a little while with the book and her mother began to look in it oh she said pretty soon it has such a long name that i don't believe you can remember it it is telia polyphemus i'll call it polly for short said letty when they had learned all they could about the moth letty asked what they should do with it this book says they do no very great harm said her mother and it is so beautiful that i think we will let it have its liberty so the telia polyphemus was carried out and placed on a tree trunk where it stayed all the rest of the day but the next morning when letty went to look for it it was gone susan brown robbins end of section four